Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Key, before we get to Jay. Yo, what up? On our team. Let's hear from you. How is this game going to play out? What you mean? Well, Chiefs Giants, what do you see? Man, what game? <laughs> You're the worst, man. You're ready to be a layup. You're the worst. Uh, Go bet your money on the Chiefs, man. Push it all to the center. Right? I mean, that's... the Look, man. <laughs> the New York Giants right now need to think about next year. And, and they, they, they need to be evaluating the talent that they have on board on the roster right now and start preparing for next year. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, is their division. Two teams aren't coming out of the division. And now everybody that's playing, what is it, nine games left, ten games left? Nine so games start left. evaluating everybody. That, that's where you're at. You're in an evaluation process right now. Um, because realistically, every single game here on out, you just want people to get out healthy. And that's where you're at. That's the reality Here's of what's it. crazy, Key. Yeah, right. Chiefs should win. I mean, they're going to be highly motivated. Giants are no good. But the Giants are capable of winning football games. It's not the Detroit Lions we're talking about. And what's crazy is if the Giants pull this off tonight, Jay, the Chiefs and Giants have the same record. And it's not a Giants story. I agree. It, then there's legit panic about the Chiefs. Everyone's expecting them to pull even 500, win over the Giants, start to get their team healthy, so to speak, in terms of their winning. But if they lose, the Giants and the Chiefs got the same record. But they the haven't night. lost to bad teams, though. Let's, let's face it. Well, the Chiefs have not s- lost to a bad team. But they got stomped out by the Titans. And what's crazy is not the 27 they gave up. They could only muster three points on the Titans' defense? Well, you're definitely catching them at the right time. It, it, there's a part of me, though, when you hear Sterling Shepard being questionable, potentially out, Kadarius Toney being out with the ankle, Kenny Galladay being out. I'm like, oh, the whole receiving core is out. Hold on. La- Kadarius is out? I, I think so, with the ankle, right? I thought was an ankle. he was questionable. I didn't know he was out. I got to look at that again. Okay, well, yeah. we'll find out the details. But I'm like, oh, last time I heard a quarterback have most of his wide receiving core out, that was Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Daniel Jones is not Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers is able to win that game. I just – this is a game that scares me. Our defense has gotten better. The game they played against the Panthers was a great defensive performance. Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Lawrence, I love the way they – Leonard Williams, excuse me. I love the way they attack. You have to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Look – his passer rating goes down drastically when there's pressure on him, right? Three touchdowns, three interceptions. I just – our defense needs to be like – I just think this team has too many weapons, and I'm scared because Patrick Mahomes knows he has to be better. And we said the schedule helps a lot of teams. I think having so many guys out for the Giants, having this kind of window and opportunity for the Chiefs is going to be a thing that propels the Chiefs. Well, what, I mean, everyone's worse under pressure, right, Key? But in Mahomes' case – I think that's skewed because when he's under pressure, everyone's covered because they never have to blitz to get pressure on the Chiefs because the line has not been good because they just threw him together. What's, I mean, he's um, been pressured a lot and has not faced many blitzes. What, what's the Chiefs' record? Three and what four. Three, three and four? Yep. So they go to four and four. They beat the Giants. Mm-hmm. The Raiders are off. Denver's come back to the party. The Chargers is reality again, coming back to the party. The Chiefs still can win the division. They got to play the Raiders twice. So this game 
for Kansas City is extremely important. Yeah. Um, and when you think about it, these sort of games for Kansas City, for Patrick Mahomes, is a moment of truth. And they're getting the right team coming into their building on a Monday night to answer any questions that they may have mm-hmm. about the offense that only scored three points. They can get the antidote. I mean, that's just the reality of it. I mean, I mean the fact is, though, the Giants are not the Lions. This is not a team like incapable of winning. And what's crazy, if you're a Chiefs fan, you yeah, but they not. But the but but the Giants going into Kansas City though, man, and, and it's just Kansas City's a better football but, team. Of course, I, but, but no of course, of course. It. But I mean, I know you want the hope for the Giants. No, no, no. Next, actually, but, Key, I don't know which way I'm rooting for the Giants right now. I don't know if I'm rooting for a draft pick or a decent season. I, it's, still, it's, still it's, early. It's, it, but it's a, it's an evaluation process. And speaking of evaluating, let's switch to the sides at MetLife Stadium. To the surprising, the Jets went over the Bengals. However, they picked it the winning quarterback, the backup. Mike White, not Zach Wilson. Here's the Jets backup on if he proved that he can still be a, a very good starting quarterback in the National Football League. 100% I, I have an immense amount of faith in myself, and, and uh, I think that I can go out there and, and execute the offense and move the offense, and today just was just an affirmation for it. But in my mind, I knew I was, I was confident enough to be able to execute an offense. Mm. Well, I mean, he's the backup. That's what backups do, right, Max? They win when you put them in. Look at look at what Trevor Simeon did last night for the Saints. It does, it does raise questions about Zach Wilson, but Zach Wilson is a rookie. He's and fine. nowadays He's we fine. expect so much more of rookies than we used to expect. It used to be they didn't play their first year. They hold the, held the clipboard. They got in if there was an injury, maybe parts of one or two games. Then the second year, they were no good. They were no good the second year of their career because that was really their first year starting. Then their third year, you started to evaluate them. And now we want them in year three and year one. So, I, you know, the Jets are no good. They, they're capable of surprising good teams. They've done it twice so far this year. Is Mike White putting Zach Wilson under pressure if no. you're a Jets fan? No. No, I mean, you don't like the way Zach Wilson is trending. Obviously, (laughs) you don't like the way he's trending, leading the league in turnovers. Tied with Patrick Mahomes, by the way, which is a crazy stat. Uh, But, like, ultimately it's one game. And if you're Zach Wilson, the best thing to do is just continue to get healthy. You know what's so crazy is my longtime sports agent, Jerome Stanley, always tells me when the backup quarterbacks play, you know, they get guys, he goes ape on the evaluation process at the quarterback spot. He says, I don't understand how these damn personnel people are always getting something wrong. You drafting this dude with the second pick overall, and you got a dude like Mike White sitting right there that can actually play in the National Football League. Are you telling me that Geno Smith can't play quarterback in the National Football League? And I always got to remind him, I'm like, yeah, he can play in small dosage. But when you get 17 weeks of him, that ain't going to be the same as one week. And that may be the case with Zach Wilson. I don't know what Zach Wilson is. I don't know. What they did, really, to to simplify it, what the Jets did with drafting Zach Wilson, they restarted the rookie wage clock, basically, and they're betting on his arm talent. Not his overall athletic ability, not his college resume against top teams, not anything like that. They just saw a guy, someone in the organization looked, and said, okay, that 
arm talent with mm-hmm. enough experience will translate. So either you believe in his arm talent or you don't. And now it's an issue of being able to read defenses, speeding up his processor, all that kind of stuff. And by the way, he lost his left tackle this year for a young quarterback who could really use the blindside protection, right? That's not a good thing. And a guy with more experience, guys, I expect to be better than Zach Wilson right now. Well, the question is, who do you surround him with next year? Like, what, what pieces does he have to work with from a skill perspective? Got right? Because that, that was the yeah, question around Sam Darnold, yeah. right? Like, and I'm not saying that Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson are the same player, but it seems like their situation as it relates to competency of leadership will dictate whether those individuals could be successful. We saw what happened to Sam Darnold. Now we need to see what Joe Douglas and company put together for Zach Wilson. Hmm. How concerning should this be for Zach Wilson? Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Let's head to Cleveland. Mary, are you there? I'm here. Welcome. Thank you for joining us this morning. So let me jump right into it. What's up with the passing game of the Browns? Well, there are plenty of issues with this passing game. Let's start with Baker Mayfield's left shoulder injury. He really hasn't been the same uh, since he suffered the torn labrum in week two against Chicago. Um, And uh, it, it just hasn't been what anybody expected from Baker Mayfield since then. He's been wearing the harness. Uh, then he goes out and uh, he fractures the, so- the shoulder as well. So I think that had a lot to do with it. I mean, think about this. First of all, he has only thrown six touchdown passes in seven starts this season. Six touchdown passes. And no one thought that that is what he was going to do this year. Uh, I've seen predictions of, you know, 32 touchdowns, 37 touchdown passes this season. Uh, so I think that's had a lot to do with it. And then there has been a complete lack of continuity in terms of his skill players just being in and out of the lineup. He was without Jarvis Landry for much of the season. Odell is absolutely, absolutely not himself this season. Uh, now Donovan Peoples-Jones is hurt. Nick Chubb was out for four games. It's just a shell of the offense that anybody expected. Mary, how about that receiving core yesterday? Because, uh, you know, I obviously know there will be a lot of blame on the shoulders of, uh, of how he played from a quarterback position in Baker Mayfield. But how about the receiving core? There were a lot of drop balls yesterday. Yeah, I counted probably about six dropped passes in that game. It was such an uncharacteristic game for Jarvis Landry, and I wrote that that's you know, kind of emblematic of what's going on with this passing game right now. If Jarvis can go out there, and have a game like that, then nobody is immune to what's going on with this passing game right now. And I think it's, I, I do, I think it's systemic. I think it, it you know, it kind of starts with Baker's injury and it, it flows out from there. Uh, but once again, uh, you know, Jarvis hasn't been around. He, he's just coming back from a knee injury. But to watch Jarvis drop two clutch passes late in the game like that and to fumble the ball and a false start, I mean, it just, it's just very odd to watch what's going on right now. This was supposed to be the pick-your-poison offense. They had too many guys uh, that you could get the ball to. And now uh, it just seems like it's just all wrong. Mary, the fact that Baker Mayfield is a little dinged up, um, how likely is it that the Browns take a look at Case Keenum again and go back to him? 
Well, I, I think the thing that they're going to have to look at this week is how did Baker come through that game from an injury standpoint? I mean, we saw him. He took, uh, he took three actual sacks, and then he took that one big hit from Minka Fitzpatrick where uh, he careened out of bounds there and landed on the sidelines and then popped back up and tried to get the crowd all fired up, which was so Baker. Um, but, you know, I think they're going to have to take a look and make sure that he actually did come through the game fine. And if they felt like they needed to go with Case for a while, which I don't think that's going to happen, but if they felt like they needed to do it, they at least have, uh, you know, an excuse or an out that, you know, look, we, we need to give Baker a little bit more rest on this thing. You know, the harness isn't working, whatever the case may be. But, you know, Baker was very quick after the game to point out and state that, you know, he was fine, he feels okay, he took some hits, but, but he was fine. If that shoulder dislocated during the game, he did not let on. He did not tell anybody. Mary that that Kay, happened. we're so, sorry, sorry, Mary. I didn't. No, no. I, there was. We're on a slight delay, I guess. So, so. Um, but go ahead. No, no, you go. Um, I, well, I'm so anxious to ask you about uh, Odell Beckham Jr. We're talking to Mary Kay Cabot of the of Cleveland.com and the Cleveland Plain Dealer on the Goodyear Hotline. Mary Kay, how likely is it that the Browns trade Odell before the deadline? Well, you know, I wrote after the game that right after the game that I think he actually should ask to be traded. I don't think it's a thing where they're shopping him, but it seems to me that everyone would be best served if they could find a way to find a new home for Odell Beckham Jr., where he could go somewhere and contribute to a team in a meaningful way, and they can save themselves some money for the rest of the year and just move on to some of their other receivers because there is some kind of a disconnect between uh, Baker and, and Odell, I and mean, he's just really not looking at him. There, there are, are times where you know they're not playing him. Now Odell is kind of hurt right now too. He's got a, a badly uh, sprained AC joint, uh, but still, I, I think there's more to Odell than than what they're getting out of him here. I mean, my goodness, in four of his games this season, he's had you know either in the 20s or yesterday one catch. For six yards. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr., he's a $15.75 million player. It's, it's just it's painful to watch at times. So if, you know, if I were Odell in his camp, I would be doing everything that I could to find some kind of an arrangement, and you'd have to be super creative uh, to, to get him somewhere where it just works better for everyone. So maybe they should trade Miles Garrett instead. No, just kidding. Uh, Mary Kay. <laughs> How impressive has Miles Garrett been this year? Miles has been really impressive. Miles is, you know, leading the NFL with ten and a half sacks. I mean, he's always double teamed. You can always look up and find a couple of guys trying to hold off Miles, and uh, you know, he's you know he's beating those double teams and he's getting home. So he's doing a really really nice job. Uh, the thing that he does need to add to his repertoire this year, if he actually does want to help the team a little bit more and also in the process maybe try to uh, be named NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, he's got to get some takeaways. There are no takeaways happening from this Browns defense. And that was one of the things on the, in the game yesterday. You know, they lost 15-10, to 10, and when you hold a team down to 15 points, you should win the game most of the time. But someone needed to come up with that big punch out, you know, that big interception, that big play in the end to save an offense that just was really struggling. Uh, and they, they couldn't do it. Joe Schobert came up with that play, you know, for the Steelers. But the Browns are not getting uh, those takeaways this year, and, and that's hurting them.
Um, Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com and the Cleveland Plain Dealer. I'm sorry, Key. I thought you had a I thought you had a follow up. Um, thank you very much, Mary Kay, for jumping on with us today. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mary Kay. Hey, sure. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh huh. Um, Max, you 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 all right? I was told you had a follow up yeah, we question. Were both told you had a follow up, so we were waiting. So for we you. were laying out for you, big guy. That's oh, all. Really? Yeah. Well, That's right. I wasn't. Um, you told me anything about a follow up. Come on, Costello. All right, so, let's go. So what will the future key look like uh, for Baker in Cleveland? I don't know, man. This is one of those interesting things, right, because Baker Mayfield has a contract extension on the rise, potentially. OBJ not happy. They're not winning with him underneath the center right now. He's hurt. You know, I, I just I don't know. I don't know. I thought – Beginning of the year, yeah, everything is great. But what if they miss the playoffs? What if they miss the playoffs and he continues to play? He continues to play and they miss the playoffs. Well, I mean, it, look, you can you can look at this. It, what replacement are you going to find that you think elevates your team better than Baker Mayfield? And then there is the the real aspect of this that they have been depleted by injuries a ton. I mean, we just had Mary Kay on describing all the injuries between Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, uh, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I mean, there's a lot of people who have been hurt on his team. So it, it is challenging to build continuity. Granted, we have a long season left. It's definitely not trending in the right direction. And what really what's happened this year is the Bengals were much better than people thought they'd be. And so now you had already a competitive AFC North where you're like, well, the Browns are on the come up. But you can't ever count the Steelers out, at least in the regular season. You know Tomlin's going to make them compete. They're going to be in it the whole time with their heads above water. The Ravens have Lamar Jackson. They're going to be in it. Now that the Bengals are in it too, it goes from, boy, the Browns are the class of this division to uh, they'll, they'll maybe need a little luck to make the playoffs now. Yeah, and, and, and that's the crazy thing is I don't have Pittsburgh not competing to the end. And now Cincinnati, I think Cincinnati, look, they, 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 they've been cute, right? It's been a cute story. But I think they come back to the party at some point. They become Cincinnati. Oh, they're a little bit over 500. Wow, that was an impressive year. They're growing. I think that's what you're going to get out of that, where Pittsburgh's been there, done this before. Baltimore's going to fight it out with Pittsburgh. And I think Cleveland, because of the Mayfield injury, their defense is not strong enough to carry them into winning the division or even make it into the playoffs as far as I'm concerned. Right now, and I feel like it's Pittsburgh and Baltimore for the division. The other guy will make it in the playoffs as a wild card. Or not as a wild card, but as a second uh, second seed in that division. You, you, want, you want to know one of the things that really frustrates me about where the Browns are today, especially Baker Mayfield, is that last year, the way they won games, it, it had me starting to believe that Baker could be that guy that can take them next level with the talent that they have. But I will always hear the argument that they played a lot of close games. They were in some dogfights with the Texans, with the Jags, a near loss of the Steelers on that final week, even though Pittsburgh was resting their entire entire starters, right? Like, and overall, six of their wins came within five points or less last year. So, like, you start looking at this team, you're like, damn, I thought they were this, but they're paying out to be this, and that's, that's going to be problematic, especially in the contract year for Baker. Um, look, the boogeyman of team of the division – was the Chiefs. That was the team that everyone has to get over. 
Chiefs play. You mean of the conference? Oh, uh, I meant I meant of the conference. Pardon me of of the AFC. Uh, the Chiefs play the Giants tonight. They are favored to win. They should win. If for some reason they lose, by the way, the Chiefs only mustered three points against the Titans. Uh, Other teams that the Titans have been beating, including the Bills and the Colts, are scoring better than 30 points against them. The Chiefs only scored three. So the killer for Browns fans, as they're struggling right now, is wait a minute. The Chiefs are not unbeatable anymore, and they might not even make the playoffs now, the Browns. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're asking you on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed who the best one-loss team is in the NFL, the Packers, Cardinals, Rams, or Cowboys. 37% of you have said the Rams. J. Key, who do you guys think is the best one-loss team of those four, Packers, Cardinals, Rams, or Cowboys? 
I would, I probably right now, man, with Dak back in the system, mm-hmm. I might be pushing the Cowboys over the Rams. I'd go Rams. I mean, I'd go Cowboys, Rams, Packers, Cardinals. But I'm putting Dak in at the quarterback spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm messing around with no Cooper Rush. <laughs> Obviously not. The Cowboys are scary, man. Like, you know, coming off that game, just seeing the way their defense performed and the the conversation about the Vikings is we can go deep into the Vikings because I thought last night was an embarrassment for them and Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins getting outplayed by Cooper Rush. But when you think about all the weapons for a team that's still not even completely healthy, seeing what Amari Cooper was able to do off a week of rest and the game he had last night, uh, seeing the way Tony Pollard and his company, they, they run the ball, they dominate on the ground, seeing the advances key that their defense has made. I mean, Parsons just being everywhere all over the field, and that was their major Achilles heel. It's got to start talking about them. Like, they, they are the real, real deal. And well, I, I've been talking about them, though, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, but, you know, some people wanted to say the bottom was going to fall out. Yeah, but you, 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 you could look at them and tell that they were a different team, different makeup. They were going to get better on the defensive side of the ball. Dak Prescott stays healthy. Amari Cooper in this system again. C.D. Lamb growing, although I thought C.D. Lamb had a little bonehead move there in, in the mm-hmm. game. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, this team is, is, is a really good team. It's a really good team. Tampa Bay is a really good team. Uh, uh, you know, you look at Green Bay is a really good team. The Arizona Cardinals are a good football team that makes you want to root for them because, you know, it just it's like they finally have arrived, hopefully, maybe, and then Kyler Murray's doing what he's doing, and he's the type of player that everybody hoped that he would be. So you got a few teams there, but in the all in all, from a coaching experience, when we talk about these teams, Mike McCarthy's a, a football coach. And I know a lot of people want to care about his – they want to start talking about his clock management and all. They ain't lost, though. They ain't lost. Now what, Now what? right? It's like <laughs> Dak didn't play Cooper Rush, so now what? He doesn't get the credit? Are we giving the credit to somebody else? Well, no, I'll, I'll we're, say, we're I'll, giving the credit I'll, to the I'll, Cowboys. I'll say this. There no, are, I'm talking are, about to Mike McCarthy. There are four one-loss teams. We just went over it. You guys think the Cowboys are the best. I think the people got it right. I think the Rams are the best one-loss team, and I think that the Cowboys have a lot of weapons. It is true. And if Dak is playing, then it's going to be tough. I'll remind everyone, Dak's injury to his calf is on the same leg that was originally injured last year, and it, he's coming off a bye and everyone was like, gung-ho, he's going to go, and he didn't go. I wonder. I think it's good because he has a nice long rest. We'll see. You know who I think the second best well, team can is? Can I just interject real yeah, quick? Yeah, So they, a lot of people said that he was warming up before the game and that he looked incredible. Yeah. He looked really good. Yeah, he's really people good. People were shocked that he actually didn't go. But I agree with you. I think that extra week, whatever he's, precautionary safety measures they want in place for the Cowboys, I think was the right move. But, so I think the Rams are the best overall team, and we, time will tell, right? They got – one bad loss at home to the Cardinals, who are another team in the conversation. Um, they beat the Bucks solidly, the Rams did. Uh, this, this team I would take second, even though overall I think probably they're fourth out of these four, but they got Aaron Rodgers as the Packers. Packers. I would take the Packers second key, not because uh, uh, Cowboys are better, 
Cardinals are probably better top to bottom. I just believe in Aaron Rodgers like that. I think he can overcome a lot, so I'll put the Packers too. And then maybe Cowboys and Cardinals, something like that. So who would be one? Rams. L.A. Rams. They got, they got one bad loss at home. That's it. Bucks aren't earning your top four? Well, we're talking about one-loss teams. One-loss teams, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know that the Rams are a better football team than the Cowboys. Why? I just think that the Cowboys got a running game. I think the Cowboys' defense is better all the way around. Um, I think the receiving core deeper of the Cowboys is more dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods are certainly playmakers. There's no question about it. But I just think that Wilson and Coop and 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 uh, Ceedee Lamb, you know, the tight end. I start to just look at it a little bit different offensively. Uh, yeah, Key, you know, when you look at the roster. Have, both have pretty good pass rush. You know, both have shut down corner types. I, I just think Cowboys, I just, I do, I just think Cowboys are slightly better. Well, but I, I, but, maybe but, they'll have a collision course in the NFC Championship game. And mm-hmm. here's the other thing. You just brought up Mike McCarthy. I guess what I like more about the Rams is the head coach. McVay with Jared Goff. Look at how exposed Jared Goff is right now. McVay with Goff went to a Super Bowl. And, and lost the lowest-scoring Super Bowl of all time with Jared Goff. You know, McCarthy, key, I hear you. I'm not throwing out McCarthy slander or anything like that. But you are. But the fact but is, you are. it's not slander <laughs> to point out that he lost his job with Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback, and this dude McVay you do, had you Goff do and went to a Super Bowl. You do understand all coaches get fired. Eventually. Eventually. Most of them, yeah. Most of them get fired. Eventually. Who would you so, rather have, McCarthy or McVay? It depends on where am I at. What am I doing? Right? You're, you're, you're just Keyshawn Johnson formulating your own team. You get a head coach to pick off the top. What am I looking for, though, Jay? Am I looking, for a, am I looking for a CEO type or I'm looking for an offensive coordinator who wants to run an offense and hire defense and stay out the way? Like, it just you can't just say – He's a better coach than Mike McCarthy. You should, we can't just do that because he calls the plays and Mike McCarthy runs everything defense. Oh, he's involved in everything where Sean doesn't bother with the defense. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. 
Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And by telling your smart speakers to play ESPN Radio. One of our favorite times of the week is right now when ESPN NFL analyst Rex Ryan joins us giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Sexy no contract, Rex. no compromise. What's up, Coach? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Yeah, good. Happy Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been talking about Baker and OBJ all morning. How would you handle the Odell situation leading to the trade deadline? Well, I think this is interesting. I, I think they're going to try to move them. Uh, I, I really do. And Got to. You know, because it's, it's a situation where this is one of the most talented guys in the league, and yet he's not producing for you. And so I don't understand, you know, I, I, I don't get it, number one, but Baker seems to play better without Odell Beckham, which is absolutely crazy. But uh, if – you know, I, I would, would not be shocked that they end up moving uh, Odell. Yeah, you move him now, you get something for him. Yep. You can't hold on to him. I mean, he has one year left on the deal, but if you don't move him, you wind up releasing him and don't get anything, or you wind up, you know, going into the offseason having to worry about it, and now you just get something for him. I don't know what the something will be, but you certainly put him in a situation where he can thrive and, and be successful and you can get rid of whatever you deem as stress, a headache, whatever the case may be, because you can't figure out how to utilize him or your quarterbacks can't figure out how to get him to football. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. I mean, he, how about having literally guys, when, when he went there, I'm like, they just got one of the best receivers in the league in the top two or three receivers in the entire league 
And he doesn't look like that now. He's almost a forgotten forgotten guy. He had what? One catch? One target. One, one target, target yesterday. One he made target. Eli Manning look like he had a pulse when he didn't. No. And Saquon Barkley got over yeah. 2,000 yards from scrimmage as a rookie yeah, with Odell you, out you there. You have to double Odell. And right now he can get single covered, and the ball still doesn't go there. So to me, look, I, I tell you what. If I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm Ooh. making that phone call. Mm-hmm. If I'm the New Orleans Saints, I'm making that phone call. See, I, yeah, if I was New you Orleans, know? that's what I was going to say. If I was, yeah. But then I started thinking about the number, the money, because they paying my nephew $20 million, and then you got to pay Odell another 15 So, you know, uh, yeah. half of that, better yet, seven and a half, can they absorb that from a salary cap standpoint? But I was thinking about that, too. I was like, if I'm New Orleans, I might be looking at that. But, Rex, what do you do if you're Kevin Stefanski? You're, you're obviously watching your quarterback try to battle through this shoulder injury. You got Case Keenum there. You see everybody had the dropsies yesterday. You lose to the Steelers. Like, what do you do moving forward? This team may actually may not make the playoffs, which is shocking to Crazy. say. Crazy. This is one of the most talented rosters in the National Football League. And if they don't make the playoffs, man, heads should roll. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of how I look at it. How the, how the heck do you not make the playoffs with this roster? Number one, they can run the ball better, almost better than anybody in the league. All right, with a three-headed monster, not just a two-headed monster. The Ernest Johnson and, now, yeah, yeah. Oh, that dude is is legit. And then it's like, you know, so to me, I'm looking at what is their problem. It boils down to their play in the fourth quarter. Last year, they were minus 25 in, in point differential. This year, minus 23. And until, like, they're going to give all this money to Baker Mayfield, you better fix this. The end of the game, you, you look – and it's not Baker's fault that Jarvis Landry dropped two balls and fumbled a, a, a ball, which is so uncharacteristic of Jarvis. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that's all that matters, winning football games. There's a lot of guys that can play well uh, w- one through uh, three quarters. But the winners are the ones who produce in the fourth quarter. And right now, when I look at it, I'm like, what the hell's wrong with Cleveland? It's how they, how they finish. And, and to me, that's a problem. Can we talk about how another team – didn't finish. What the hell's going on in Minnesota? I mean, granted, great win for the Cowboys. Cooper Rush, incredible performance. I give their defense a lot of credit. But those are the games I'm like, wait, Cooper Rush outperformed Kirk Cousins? Yeah, well, this is crazy. All right? So you have one quarterback that that completed or or threw 16 uh, passes for first downs. You had another one threw six during the game. And if you're telling me Cooper Rush is going to throw 16 completions for first downs and, and Kirk Cousins is going to throw for six, like, oh, man. Look, this, here's another <laughs> The thing. game must have been has on the line is my, never, my interpretation. He's never been elite, has he? He's never been elite, and yet he's paid like an elite quarterback. <clears throat> Baker Mayfield comes to mind right here. Mm. So, to me, yes, that's, coach. That's, what, that, that's, that's an issue right there. Yes, so, re- so Rex, yeah, no, it's fine, Max. Uh, when you looked at yesterday's game, your former team, the New York Jets, figured out how to get a win oh. and steal one from yep. the Cincinnati Bengals. What did you see in that game that you could take away and say, here's what the Jets need to do to get Ws? All right, Key, I, I got to ask you this. This is a um, – like people steal from, from – uh, you know, a copycat league, right? Yes. And so you're going to look at how people played against that opponent specifically, and you're going to take that and put it in your game plan. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. But the New York Jets 
took what New England did against them and put the exact dang plays in, right down to all the gadget plays. I'm looking, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, and, and here's, it was a stroke of genius. They moved the, the young offensive coordinator upstairs where he belongs, all right? Put him out there, don't get him on the field. And then put Matt Cavanaugh, the experienced guy, to be on the field with the quarterback. That's where it should have been from jump. All right, but I have never seen a team take. They just got their butts blistered by the New England Patriots. Wholesale took, took the whole thing. Everything from there. I'm like, oh, like what are you going to do now? Run a double pass? Oh my goodness, they did. <laughs> and so give them an, an enormous amount of credit because I I don't think I've ever seen it done. I've seen it done the other way. A copycat league. If something works against you, you bet you can bet anything. It's going to come again. But they took that butt-whipping they took and implemented here. Why? They have a young quarterback. We're going to put it in there. How many balls actually went down, you know, past five yards down the field? It was a brilliant move on their part, and this is what they should have been doing from Zach jump. Zach Wilson, exactly. From jump. Exactly. So what, if you're Zach Wilson, you're like, well, what am yeah. I supposed to do now? Like, will I come back? Will I be inserted into this kind, type of system or scheme? Yeah, it better be. Like, th- th- this could have been the best thing ever happened to the Jets was take that kind of uh, ass-whipping because they, they learned from it. Clearly, the coaching staff learned from it. And now, yes, yes, this is what we need to do with our talented rookie quarterback. Yeah, meantime, tonight we have Monday night football game. The Giants are supposed right. to lose this game. But they're not the Lions. The Giants can beat some football right. teams sometimes. And, Coach, the thing that bl- blows my mind, the boogeyman of the AFC, the Chiefs, if they somehow lose this game, the Giants oh. and the Chiefs have the same record, three and five. Right. Like, that's incredible to me. They have to, is, is this a, this is a must-win game yes. in Patrick Mahomes' career, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And when you look at this team, like, are we any of us going to be shocked if the Giants win this game? I'm not. Not shocked. I'm not. Because, look, the Chiefs can't stop anybody. And they couldn't score. Right. Here, Coach, the crazy well, thing to me is. damn defensive coordinator is sitting on our set. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Still trying to plug the job. I see it, Key. I like it. But, Coach, also, like, I look at the Titans beating the Bills, beating uh, uh, the Colts. Right. But they're giving up 30 points. The Chiefs only scored three points on yeah, that defense. That was unreal. Yeah. So, but, but I look at it this way. Look, Patrick Mahomes, I'm not going to bet against. Like, I will take the Chiefs in this one. Yeah, However, all, all right. However, this, the, the Giants now, I mean, this is trouble. The Giants played their best football last week, okay? And it, it seems like, you know, Leonard Williams, he's been a beast. Who's going to block him? Who's going to block, you know, all these, these pass rushers from the Giants? I'm not so sure that it's not going to be easy, I can assure you. Yeah, it's incredible. You ever think we'd be here saying the Chiefs, maybe they can't beat the Rex. Giants? Oof. Yeah, Key. Are you still firing Mike McCarthy? We got After 30 last seconds. Last night's W? Oh. Uh, you know what? He did a great job using a timeout to get his defense back on the field. By the way, how the hell do you pull out Randy Gregory, Basham, and all those guys? And, and Mike McCarthy's smart enough to say, wait a second, timeout. Get those cats back on the field. So I got to give him credit. I bashed him and all that. I have to give him credit. And Kellen Moore's but not getting I'm out of the still, building. No, look, yeah. I'm telling you, he's not leaving the building, Keith. Why the Cowboys win yesterday should be extremely encouraging for Dallas fans. That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. 
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.